So here we are at Palm Sunday, and we begin with that uh, famous Palm Sunday story. If you um, don't know it, this is how it goes from Luke's Gospel. Go into the village ahead of you, Jesus said, and as you enter it, you will find there a colt that is tied that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you're untying it, just say, the Lord needs it. And then he went ahead to the going up to Jerusalem, where he came to Bethage and Bethany to the Mount of Olives. He went there as two disciples and sent them to find the colt. So those who were there departed and found it as he told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set, it on, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds and power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest of heavens. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Friends, here's a little video to get us started here this morning.
for a minister. She's not sure what she said yes to, you know. You're wondering what on earth that you just saw? You just saw um, the, internet, the internet phenomenon that's known as uh, J&K's wedding entrance. In the less than a year that that has been posted on YouTube, 45 million people have watched that video. 45 million people have watched that video. In fact, almost 4 million people watched it in the first 48 hours that it was up on YouTube. People have been drawn into that moment. YouTube said it was the third most viewed video of last year, and it was only up for half of the year. What was that video that that you just saw, this internet sensation? It is the video from Jill Peterson and Kevin Hines, June 20th wedding at uh, the Christ Lutheran Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And who said those Lutherans don't know how to party? Huh? When uh, Jill's dad posted the video uh, a month later so that some friends who weren't at the wedding could see the fun that they had and that entrance, the phenomenon it would cause, nobody had any idea. And i got to be honest with you, every time that I see it, I tear up. I cry almost every time that I see that video What is the big deal? People are drawn to moments of joy. And say what you want about that moment, but it is nothing more than a pure moment of joy. When you see it, you can't help but smile. You can't help but wish you could have been there. You can't help but hope that you have friends like that. In a moment like that, you just want to put it all aside so you can celebrate. 45 million people have watched over and over again that five minutes of joy. What would we give for five minutes of pure, unabashed, joy. I was a wedding DJ for three years of my life. Maybe that's why I'm like that so much. Now I can work the front end of the wedding. I used to work the back end of the wedding. If you should have went into a whole business, I could do the whole package for you. And when, in, a, in one night, we could try that, huh? It could be a new marketing tool here, right? Um, I was a wedding DJ. And my favorite part of the wedding reception, um, I don't know what the traditions are here in Southeast Michigan. I haven't been to many weddings um, actually, in the time that I've lived here, but in, in the polka belt of uh, western Wisconsin, where I, was a, where I was a DJ, the highlight of the wedding reception came about an hour or two into the, into the party, and they called it the Grand March. It's where they put the whole wedding party at the back of the hall, and uh, um, you'd get them all lined up in couples, and then you'd stop the music, and you'd get everybody to pay attention, and then you'd introduce the couples one at a time, and they would come down the uh, center of the dance hall floor, and they'd get to the end, and they would join hands. They'd make this little London bridge, one after the other, right? And then you'd introduce the um, bride and groom, and the bride and groom would come down, and they'd walk through this tunnel, and then they would make this uh, uh, moment uh, come together. They'd um, have their first dance. Most of my colleagues who were DJs like to play Kenny G or Michael Bolton or some really cheesy, sappy song where they would come walking down the center aisle. Oh, but not me. <laughs> no way. Julie, why don't you show them a little bit of that song that I would play at that moment. One more video. This is the song that I would play. Right? 
You know this one, and if you're pretending you don't, you're lying. Right? A little cool in the gang, celebration time. You can't help but move. I would announce the party coming down one at a time down that row. And then just when you thought I was about to introduce the bride or groom, I'd say, "Uh uh-uh. Let's stop for a minute. And I would say what we want to have here is we want to set the world record for the world's longest wedding train. And what I would do is invite everyone to stand up and become a part of that tunnel. So it would be aunts and uncles and best friends would have a tunnel going from one end of the hall to the other. And then I would introduce that bride and groom. And that bride and groom would walk down this tunnel filled with their family and friends. And they'd get to the end. And I'd say to the groom, you got one job to do. Vanessa, give this woman a kiss that will start an entire lifetime. Kiss her like she's never been kissed before. And I get everybody to you just crack it up, Lynn, right? On the count of three, I'd say one, two, three. Give her this kiss, and they would kiss. And then I'd have the DJ, my partner, would hit that celebration song, and pandemonium would simply bust out on the dance floor. It was my favorite moment of the night. Because you would look out onto the dance floor and what you would see is you would see the bride and groom. You'd see all of their brothers and sisters. You'd see their parents, their grandparents, their aunts, their uncles, their friends, their childhood friends, their high school friends, their work friends. All these people from all these different walks of life simply in that moment would let it all go. They would cut loose and they would simply have a good time. They had um, people out there who could really dance and they'd have a bunch of guys like me that couldn't dance at all and it didn't matter in that moment. They let loose and they celebrated. It was a moment when love truly ruled supreme. When everybody was caught up in this moment of joy. That's why I loved wedding receptions. I love them because they're one purpose at a wedding reception, and that's to celebrate. One purpose is to throw a party, to have a good time. That's why wedding receptions are there. They're not there for the free chicken dinner. Wedding receptions aren't so you can, at the end of the day, say you did the YMCA, the Hokey Pokey, and the Macarena all in one night. No, wedding receptions are there in order to let your hair down and celebrate. The best wedding receptions, you dance until you're sweaty. And you go home with a smile on your face and you talk about the celebration for weeks or months and sometimes even years later. You've all been to one of those kind of parties. Here's the thing that always amazes me about that moment. The wedding reception happens right there in the midst of life. I watch these people having a good time and I wonder in the back of my mind, what did they leave behind in order to come to the party? There are people who left all kinds of pain and all kinds of struggle, all kinds of hardship behind. And in that moment, they simply could forget it for the sake of the party. There's all of that worry would still be there when the party was over. But for that moment, they could simply leave it behind and celebrate. You know, if everything had to be okay before you could party, you never would. If everything had to be all right before you had the permission to celebrate, none of us would ever be a part of the celebration. 
Yes, there are things to do. And yes, there are problems to solve. And yes, there is a world to say. And we could stay at work and try to solve all the world's problems while the rest of the world danced. But we would miss the joy of the celebration. So, Pastor, what on earth does this have to do with good... uh, It's not Good Friday, it's Palm Sunday. What on earth does this have to do with Palm Sunday? Friends, today is Celebration Day. If Jesus had an entrance song, it would be celebrate good times. Come on. There's something about entrance songs, right? You go to the Pistons games and you wait. When they were good, remember when they were good? It was only a couple of years ago. But they were really, really good. And you would go or you'd watch it on TV and you'd wait for that moment, for that cheesy 1980s hair metal song, the final countdown to play. And you would wait for the Pistons to come out. The very beginning of that song would get you fired up and excited. Gene, what's the um, Red Wings entrance song? Do they have one? She doesn't. I didn't see the game last night. Did they win? <laughs> see, Jean knows her Red Wings. I was there with uh, Andy Chataway at the uh, um, at the Whalers game on uh, Friday night, and boy, when the Whalers—this is the this is the Whalers, right? I mean, this is you know, I mean, it's it's a big deal to a small group of people, right? But for those people, when that entrance song comes on and those whalers come out, they go crazy. So what would... And there's Jan smiling back there too. She was there going crazy. What would be Jesus' entrance song? And I believe it would be celebrate good times. Come on. As He entered into Jerusalem, that song would be playing and the streets would be lined with people and they would be waving their palms because there was a moment when the Lord was passing through and they simply didn't want to miss it. For God was coming through. God was on display. Healing was about to happen. It was the time to get on board. To be a part of the party. For the One who brings healing to our bodies and our soul. The One who brings forgiveness to ourselves and to the world. The One who promises community that will give us meaning and purpose is passing through town. And if you didn't simply stop what you were doing to be a part of the celebration, you might miss something. Palm Sunday is the day to celebrate. And if you can't get fired up about Palm Sunday... Well, I don't think there's anything I can do to help you. For today is the day when we simply put it all aside for a moment and we realize that God's Spirit is moving among us. And it doesn't matter what else is going on in the rest of our lives. For this moment, we can realize that there's something bigger happening and going on. We've been taking this journey each week of the Lenten season, taking these steps up the ladder. And it's been a arduous and hard work because we've been doing the hard work of faith. We began by admitting the things in our lives that were holding us back. And we admitted we needed help. And we did the work of cleaning out our closet. But here comes this moment in the midst of that journey when we realize that the only thing we can ultimately do at this moment is simply say, God, I don't know where you're going, but I'm going to get on board with you. So I wondered... What would it look like 
for Jesus to come in to Jerusalem with an entrance song that sounded like a party. Well, with the help of the internet, I could figure it out. no mistake about it. It's Palm Sunday. And if there's ever a day to simply grab a hold of the God that's passing through our midst, this is the Sunday to do it. To cast it all aside for a moment of simple celebration. To look at the family that we are a part of. To set it all aside and say, God, you're passing through today and I'm simply going to be a part of that party that's coming our way. you got two choices today. One is to grab a palm and wave it hard and be a part of the celebration. The other is to sit by and let it pass you. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm ready to celebrate. Amen? Amen. Amen. Kelly, hit it. <laughs> 